some who preach a God of gloom and doom, but I preach a God of hope and mercy. Glory to God. He's a God that is more mercy than you'll ever have sin. Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM. So, um, I know I was on schedule to do 2 Timothy chapter 4. We'll do that sometime. I don't know when. <laughs> um, I just work here. So, let's go to Jonah. <laughs> let's go to Jonah. So, um, again, Kevin did an awesome job uh, with Jonah, and um, we're looking forward to <laughs> to hearing um, from uh, Minister Cleavon and Minister Frank as they go through chapters three and four. I, I, I actually want to um, talk a little bit about some things in Jonah, and then we're going to give you what the Lord has for you today. I, I do believe that I do have a word from the Lord, and um, we believe that God's going to change some things. So jo Jonah chapter two, then Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God from the belly of the fish. It, it, we, it had to be some type of fish, uh, a big fish. Um, you know, so back in the days, you know, going to Sunday school, it was like a well. But uh, we, it doesn't say that. The Bible never said that it was a well, Jonah and the well. But it, he, he, the Bible says it's a fish. So it was a huge fish. I, I can imagine, I believe some scholars believe that Jonah was kind of short. Um, but I, I, I do believe that it, the fish was big enough to hold Jonah to the, to the point that he has some kind of space to pray. He says, I called out to the Lord out of my distress, and he answered me. And out of the belly of Shalom, uh, Shalom, I cried. That word Shalom, it simply means uh, a place of the dead. So he, he, he knew that he was near death. And you heard my voice. Isn't it good news to know that when you pray, God hears you? Yeah. Um, a good confession of mine that I, I, I discovered many, many years ago is Jesus said this as he was raising Lazarus from the dead. Father, I thank you that you always hear me when I pray. So let's just practice this. Say, Father, Father I, thank you I thank you that you always hear me when I pray. You got to get that in your heart, in your mind, that every time you pray, God, you. The Bible says that his ears are open to the prayers of the righteous. He hearkens to the prayers of the righteous. So make sure that you know that God hears you every single time that you open your mouth. When you call upon him, heaven is waiting to bring you an answer. Amen. He says, um, for I called out to the Lord out of my distress. He answered me. How many know that sometimes we have some distressful um, activities and, and, and challenges in our lives. The Bible never promised us to that we will never have any challenges. Uh, we'll always be in a the beginning or the middle or the end of a trial. We may get a break for five seconds and we're going into another trial. You'll never be exempt from trouble. Let's say, let, me, let me say that. You'll never be exempt from trouble. I don't care how many times you confess, I have no troubles, I have no troubles, I have no troubles. If you belong to if you are living in this world with or without Jesus, you will have some trouble. Okay, so we're going to have some trouble. So out of my distress, we know this particular distress that he's in is because of disobedience. Uh, delayed obedience is really disobedience. 
All right, let's get that straight. He says, out of the belly, so I cried, and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, and into the heart of the seas, and the flood surrounded me, and all your waves and your bellows um, passed over me. Then I said, I am driven away from your sight, and yet I shall again look upon your holy temple. Sometimes when you're in sin and you're, you feel you're in a distressful place, you feel like you're away from God. I don't know if you've ever been in that place. There's sometimes that we are, we are in a season of darkness. And this man of God was in disobedience. And because of his disobedience, he was in a place of darkness. Whenever we, do, we disobey God, we are in a dark place. And it says that I am driven away from your sight, and yet I shall again look and upon your holy temple. And the waters closed in over me to take my life, and the deep surrounded me, and weeds were wrapped around about my head. Imagine being in the sea and having water all around and having a seed, uh, uh, some weed around your head. You you can't help but to look to the Lord, right? Um, And he says, and at the roots of the mountains, I went down to the land whose bars closed upon me forever. And yet you bought me out. You brought me up, brought up my life from the pit. Oh, Lord, my God, when my life was fainting away, I remembered who? The Lord. So here he is. It sounds to me like Jesus in the in the belly of the earth. Just like Jonah was in the belly of the fish, Jesus was in the belly of the earth. He says here, he says, and when I when my life, when my life, verse seven, was fainting away, I remembered the Lord. How many know that we got to remember the Lord? Always remember the Lord. Always remember him. Remember his goodness. I had the opportunity of encouraging someone recently. They were in a distressful situation and really felt like God was uh, had, had left them. And I reminding them, I reminded them of the goodness of God, how good God is. So no matter what you're facing, his goodness towards you is not based on your circumstances. It's based on the cross of Jesus. Amen. And my prayer and, and my prayer came to you and to your holy temple. And those who pay regard to vain idols forsake the hope of steadfast love. But I, with the voice of what? Thanksgiving will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will pay. Salvation belongs to the Lord. All right, let's stop here. It says, and with the voice of Thanksgiving, imagine him being in the fish, in the belly of the fish, crying out to God in the midst of distress, and he turns... There was, a, there was many opportunities for him to complain. Instead of him complaining and venting, he offered thanksgiving. Amen. Lord, you are good. And your mercy, I can imagine he, got, he picked up a psalm. You, Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. Though you slay me, I still will trust you. Come on. I, I can imagine him reciting the, the, the psalms of David or the, I don't know the time frame, so I could be messing, messing that up. But I, I imagine him saying something of some types of thanksgiving and he's offering thanksgiving to the Lord. He says salvation belongs to the Lord. So he recognized where his help came from. Yeah. 
Salvation belongs to the Lord. And then he said, and then the Bible says in verse 10, it says, and the Lord spoke to the fish and it vomited Jonah out upon the dry land. You know, you're somebody special when the Lord speaks to an animal for you on your behalf. The Lord spoke to the fish. I, I can imagine the Lord saying, let my man go. Let my man go. Just like God spoke, the Lord spoke to death. Let my son go. He's paid the price. And Jonah, <laughs> the, the fish got sick and threw up Jonah. Glory to God. So today I want to talk to you from these thoughts. Calling on the name of the Lord. Calling on the name of the Lord. I, I, I do believe that we need to call upon him more. No matter what you're facing, you can call upon the name of the Lord. Even as Jonah prayed this prayer, he called upon the Lord and the Lord heard him. And I, I want to say to you, whatever you're facing today, if you'll just call upon you upon him, he will answer you. Let's go to Mark chapter 10. I got a few scriptures and then this is going to be the shortest sermon I've ever preached in my life. Um, let me stop lying because the shortest was five minutes. This is going to be somewhat a short sermon. Uh, Mark chapter 10. And let's look at verses 46 through 52. Uh, there was a, a man by the name of Bartimaeus. And, and they came to verse 46. Mark chapter 10, verse 46. It says, and they came to Jericho. And as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples, a great crowd, Bartimaeus, uh, a blind beggar, the son of Timonus, uh, was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out, saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, take heart, get up. He is calling you. Thrown off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, go your way and your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. So we see this blind man. He heard about Jesus. He heard about Jesus healing, doing miracles. And he had faith that if he called upon the name of the Lord, that Jesus will hear, hear him. Calling on the name of the Lord. Let's go to um, Romans chapter 12. Calling on the name of the Lord. Romans chapter 12, excuse me, Romans chapter 10, verses 12 through 15 says this. <clears throat> For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be what? Saved. How will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? How are they to hear without someone preaching? How are they to preach unless they are sent? And it goes on. The point of the gospel, the point of us sharing the gospel is to get people to call upon the Lord. The promise is whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I want to look at verse 12. It says, for there is no distinction 
between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing, on, bestowing his riches on all who call upon him. I want to encourage you that God is merciful, God is gracious, and that if we would call upon him, he would answer us. Whoever calls it that we're saved can mean healing, um, provision, protection, whatever you're facing, if you'll just call upon him. Call upon him. If you call upon the name of the Lord, that you know that he's going to bestow, bestow his riches on those who call. So whatever you call him, that's what he'll become. Whatever you call on him. That's a, if you need a deliverer today, call on him. If you need a provider, call on him. You need peace, call on him. He becomes whatever you call him to be. You can go and walk and say, Jesus, I call you my healer. Jesus, I call you my healer. Jesus, I call you my healer. I call on the name of the Lord. I don't know if you've ever done this in your room or your living room or in your apartment or in your house or in your backyard or your bathroom. Jesus, I call upon you. Jesus, I call upon you. You said in your word, there is no distinction between the Jew or the Greek. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So I call upon you, Jesus. Jesus, I call upon you. You said, if I call upon you, you'll save me. So whatever you're facing, whether it's debt, call on him as a provider. If you need healing in your body, call upon him as healer. If you need some peace in your mind, call on him for peace. For he is called the Prince of Peace. If you need wisdom, call on him as your wisdom giver. Jesus, I call you my wisdom. If you're a business person, call on him as your personal trainer, your personal coach. He's, the, he's your financial advisor. He's, he knows the end from the beginning. And so call on him as your partner. Jesus, I call you my business partner. Come on. Jesus, I call you if you're facing some lack of understanding as a subject. Call him your understanding. Jesus, I call you my understanding. There are very few people who are calling on the name of the Lord. And whatever you call him, that's what he'll become. He'll become a strength giver. He'll become a joy giver. He'll become a peace giver. He'll become wisdom to you. He'll become righteousness. Whatever you need him to be, he'll become the very mercies of God to you. Calling on the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. There was a, um, a young woman um, who was who's part of a big family who sings, and and um, she had like a gold necklace. And she was walking home from school one day, and some guys saw the necklace and and threatened to um, they pushed her down and threatened to beat her and so forth, and all she could think of is calling on Jesus. And so she began to call on Jesus. And the person, the, the guys said, don't say that name. Don't say that name. And she began to call on Jesus. And what happened was um, they ran away because she was calling on the name of the Lord. I'm telling you, there's power in the name. No matter what you're facing, whether you're you're in the, you know, in the in the in the alleys of, of, of Newark or Camden or or and wherever you're at, if you'll just call on the name of the Lord, if you sense trouble, calling on Jesus, whether it's in a, you know, there's about to be a car accident, calling on Jesus. I, many a times I've, I've been in traffic and I called on the name of the Lord 
and I call him my way maker. Jesus, you know I'm running on a time limit and I call you my way maker. Even as you divided the Red Sea, divide this traffic for me. And he's done it. I'm telling you, there's nothing too small. And there's nothing too big that you're facing, whether you're facing cancer or, or diabetes or you're facing confusion or, or eviction. Jesus is your answer. Whatever you call upon him. Y'all haven't heard this message too, too often, but I want to remind you, you may have heard it, but you haven't heard it enough. I want to remind you there's hope in the name of the Lord. And if you'll call upon you, on him, he will manifest himself. I'm telling you, call him no matter what you're facing. If you're walking out at nighttime, you can call on Jesus. There's no need to fear no matter what you're facing. No matter what you're facing, Jesus is the answer. And you can call upon him. If you feel like there is danger around him, I dare you to call on Jesus. A call on Jesus, no matter what you're facing, he's there to help you. If you're facing some trouble and you might have been the reason for the trouble, he's a trouble deliverer. He'll deliver you. The Bible says, if you'll call upon my name, go over there, Psalm 91. If you'll call upon me and I'll be with you in trouble. Jesus is with us in trouble. Come on. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Calling on the name of the Lord. Some of us been banging our head against the wall. And the only answer that we really, we can tap on is to Jesus. Calling on him. Amen. Amen. You need some wisdom. Call on him. You need some peace in your relationships. Call upon him. You need some deliverance from ungodly people. Call upon him. Jesus, I call on you. Oh, deliver me from the strange woman. Deliver me from the strange man. Deliver me from unreasonable, wicked people. God, deliver me from people who mean me no good. Deliver me from stupid people. Deliver me from non-tithing people. Deliver me from people who don't, who have, don't have my best interests. Are you with me? I'm telling you, there's power. Just like Jonah called upon the Lord in the belly of the fish, whatever belly you find yourself in today, if you'll call on him, he'll answer you. Amen. He is that great. He's a great deliverer. He'll call upon you. He'll deliver you out of poverty. He'll deliver you out of sickness. He'll deliver you out of confusion. He'll deliver you out of depression. He'll deliver you out of suicide. Glory to God. Calling on the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 91 verse verse 14 through 16 says, because he is whole, because he hold fast to me in love, I will what? Deliver him. I will protect him because he knows what? He knows my name. And when he calls to me, what, what, what's the promise? I will answer him and I will be with him in trouble. God is not with you in trouble just to pacify the trouble. He's with you in trouble to trouble your troubles. Glory to God. I will rescue him and I will honor him. And with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I don't care what the doctors have said to you. I don't care if it's, they've given you a sentence, a death sentence, that you can turn your face like Hezekiah to the wall and call on the Lord and ask for some more time on earth. Maybe you, I keep hearing, and I'm working on a message. I keep hearing the word for the last week or so. I've heard these words in my spirit. Mismanagement. Mismanagement of favor. Mismanagement of relationships. Mismanagement of graces. Mismanagement. Mismanagement of, 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 of finances and gifts. 
And so wherever you, you find yourself, if there's been some mismanagement on your part, he's so faithful. He's so faithful. He's so faithful. He'll help you to get you to a place of the proper management. He'll give you the wisdom whether you've lacked it. I'm telling you, he's such a faithful God. He's such a merciful God. There's some who preach a God of gloom and doom, but I preach a God of hope and mercy. He's a God that is more mercy. He has more mercy than you will ever have sin. Glory to God. He'll have, he got more deliverance than you have bondages. He have more money than you'll ever have time to spend it in this lifetime. Money is not an issue. It's a spiritual issue. It's a lack of calling on him. If you'll call on him, he'll answer you. Your marriage is in trouble. Call on him. Your kids are in trouble. Call on him. You need a miracle and you got some bad reports over your kids. Call on him. You've been calling on the doctor and looking up Google. Call on King Jesus. I'm telling you, I am very careful of, of allowing the world or the Christian world to label my kids. So if they say that there's something wrong with them, you can call on King Jesus who specializes on making the crooked straight. I'm telling you, the reason why some of us don't see miracles like we, we should is because we don't call on them. I'm telling you, there's more miracles waiting to be manifested than you waited to experience. He's a miracle worker. Some of us need, and I, I know recently uh, I've been summoned to court. I've been to court twice, and they're, they're threatening to um, send me, get, put a warrant out for my arrest. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm scared now. Everybody go leave the church. But it's over, over the driveway, over the, because uh, they feel like I need to pave the driveway or something. And, and I didn't get the message. Uh, I forgot about the message. I was doing the work of the Lord in Uganda. <laughs> and so they was like, oh, you didn't do it. You got to go to court. If you don't have, and I missed court the first time. And I've been twice. And now they got another summons. And I'm like, well, I don't have the money right now. <laughs> and I was like, can, can I have some patience? But I'm telling you, he's a lawyer in the courtroom. He'll give you mercy. And so what I did is I asked for mercy to the Lord before I appeared to court recently. I said, Lord, I, I, I asked for mercy. And they extended me and gave me some mercy. I'm telling you, he will give you mercy. I mean, and, and, and in my mind, I'm like, nothing's wrong with the drive I mean, driveway. Like, look at my neighbor. But God says, Don't, you can't look at that. I need mercy. So they're not looking at, not comparing it to other driveways. They, they said that it, your driveway is not up to par. And so if you don't fix it, you're going to jail. I guess I would write, dear Kale him. I'm suffering because of not paying. The thing. Uh, but I'm telling you, he will give you wisdom. If you'll call on him, you need some favor. And you find yourself, um, perhaps you got, your mouth got you in trouble at work. Because you shared some confidentiality out, out of these things, and, or you said some things, or you, you gossip, or you talked about people, God still is merciful to you. You say, Lord, I need your mercy. I, I turn, turn from my, my, my sinful ways. I messed up. I did it. I did it, Lord. I, I owned it, the fact that I ran my mouth. And so, God, I ask you for mercy. I call you as my mercy giver. Jesus, I call you my mercy. You say, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I need saving, Jesus. Save me, Jesus. Save me, Jesus. I throw myself on the mercies of God. People don't call on him enough. I need help. I'm telling you, he's a help. He's a present help in the time of need. How many need some help? Call on him. 
Glory to God. Let me give you my last scripture before I let you go. Jeremiah 33. Jeremiah 33. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The goal is to get people to call on him. We want, we want to preach the gospel, not so that we can say, oh, we preach the gospel. No, the goal is to get them to call on him. Because if we can get them to call on him, they can be saved. Amen. Jeremiah 33, verse 3, says this. Call to me, and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. There, how many know there's some mysteries in God? The mystery is not necessary to God, it's to us. And so God is willing to reveal to us the secret things. He's, he, he wants, I know the secret things belong to the Lord, but there's some things that he wants to reveal to us now. It, you know, sometimes we want to wait until we go to heaven or oh, in the sweet by and by. There's some things he will help us and reveal some things to us now. Lord, I need wisdom. I need some grace. I need some understanding. I need some strength. Uh, recently, um, I um, just felt like, you know, I was working out pretty hard and my knee was giving me hard time, giving me a hard time since I was a kid. Just didn't know anything about it. And I said, let me just go get my knee checked before I go to Uganda. And, um, and when I did, they, um, um, they did the ultrasound, felt like I was pregnant. <laughs> um, they did an ultrasound around my knee. And what they found is they found uh, fluid, a lot of fluid. And so he was like, well, um, I'm surprised you're not yelling at the top of your lungs um, with all the, the fluid in your knee. I, I said, well, I, I mean, I, I didn't really say this to him, but in my mind, I was like, well, I, I confess all the time that I have a pain-free body. And, and so I was like, well, you know, you know, it, you know, it's not hurting like that. And so what he did is he said, well, do you want us to take the fluid out? I said, absolutely. And so he did um, about seven or eight syringes of, of fluid. And he, he put the needle in. Uh, he said, just don't look at the needle. And all I did was I just called on the name of the Lord while I was laying there. And I was looking up. I said, oh, God, you're so good. You're awesome. I call on you. I thank you for a pain-free body. Oh, Jesus purchased. He, he, became, he, he bore my sickness and carried my pain. And I thank you for, for a pain-free body. And they put that big needle in my knee. And they, they took all, and they had to go get some more, more of them because they ran out. It just kept coming out. And he just, and I just, oh, they said, you're hurting. I said, no, no, I thank you, Lord. And then, then they decided to put that, that, that yeah, whatever that is. And, and, and they, they put that big needle in and put it in. And, and they said, you didn't feel anything? I said, no. They said, I, I'm surprised. You should be screaming. And I'm telling you, my knee feels so much better. Amen. But I called on the Lord. I, I started thanking God. I said, Lord, I thank you. Thank you for doctors. God, I thank you. Say, I pray for doctors. See, some people say, I just need Jesus. Well, I, I, I'll let you know I need people. And, and, I, and, and people who are anointed in different areas, who got a mind for it, who spend a lot of money to go to school for it. I, I thank you for giving, me, giving them wisdom. And so I say, Lord, I thank you for this doctor. Oh, God, I, I, I praise you and I thank you that they were able to take the fluid off my knee. Oh, yes, I could have called for a miracle, but why use my faith when I can free my faith up for something else? And I, I said, thank you, Lord. I was just calling on him, thanking him and praising him. And I'm telling you, God, it will lead you and guide you. He says, you call on me and I'll, I'll show you great and mighty things that you don't, not, you don't, know, don't know anything about. So call on him. Yes. 
and he'll show you great and mighty things. He'll give you inside information. Inside information. Oh, God, he'll help, he'll help you to number your, your days, to maximize your days on the earth. Oh, God knows how to get, you, get the max out of your time here. I call on you, and I thank you, Lord, and I praise you. Let me give you three ways of how to call on them. How to call on them. The first way is you got to have some humility. You cannot call on them out of pride. You call out of him out of humility and say, Lord, I, I need you. Oh, God, I, 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 I think I know my life. And I think I know what I want, but I need you and I depend upon you. And, 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 and the way that looks may look differently. It, it's not always directly. It may be through other people. He reveals to me of how to be humble. Are you with me? So it's not always I'm humble before God. You know, it's not. There is a such thing as humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God, which it actually speaks of humbling yourself under the fivefold ministry. It's a humility. That's one. You got to have some type of humility and God will lead you to the right people and to the right situation because all that you know is all that you know and all that you know is not all there is to know. And so there's so much more to know. You don't know everything. You don't know the future, but God does. Come on. Are you with me? He knows the future. And so you got to call on him. You got to trust him for when you get there. Oh, God, humility. Humility goes a long way. It will increase grace in your life. I, you can't, I can never get tired of preaching enough about humility. How, Lord, Holy Spirit, help me to humble myself. I'm not humble enough. <laughs> I, I hide me from pride. Oh, God, cover me by clothe humility of Christ. I need you, and I come to you. You got to come to him on his terms. That's one. So number two, you got to call on him in faith. You got to believe that he hears you when you call. Jesus, Jesus, there was a, a missionary and, and they were in an Indian tribe uh, area village and, and they were pre- missionaries preaching, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And, and this guy, particular guy, he, I think he was like some type of, in some kind of rank and he decided to come and um, usually he, when missionaries are preaching and whatnot, he gets drunk and come down and, and mess up the meeting. And so he decided to, he heard what the, the missionary said. He decided that he was going to come down to the altar. He came to the altar and he just said, Jesus, Jesus. And that was it. And the missionary said, no, no, no. I need to take you to the sinner's prayer. I need, I need you to, to tarry a little bit. He said, well, you said whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How many know that that's all it takes? Jesus. Uh, that's all it takes. It's Jesus. And it can transfer, transfer you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. It can take you from the highway of hell to the highway of heaven. It can, you can miss hell by just an inch by calling Jesus. So if, if somebody's on a deathbed, you can, all they got to do is just Jesus and die. Go right into the presence of God. Just like that. All it takes is just one moment of calling on Jesus. Call in faith. Call on the Lord. 
He's your Lord. He's your master. Call on him. I need you, Jesus. I call on you. I'm telling you, if you'll walk your bedroom, walk your office, or be in your car, Jesus, I call on you, Jesus. Oh, God, I got stress on my neck, and I got, I got issues in my body. My, my money looking funny. I need you, Jesus. Jesus. I call on you, Jesus. See, some of this is too simple for you. You, you got to get some theology. I'm telling you, the theology is calling. Jesus. Jesus. I need some Jesus. Jesus. I call on you, Jesus. You mean to tell me I, I, I messed up a lot and all I got to do is say Jesus and he can clean you up just like that? Jesus. 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 Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. What, 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 what is it that you need to be saved from today? What is it that you need to be saved from today? Jesus. Jesus. Oh, is, is it a stronghold? Jesus. 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 When I call the name Jesus, everything changes. Everything changes. Death has to bow to the name of Jesus. 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 God comes upon the name we call Jesus. Jesus. God shows up and shows out we call Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord. You find yourself behind closed doors and your back is against the wall. Call Jesus. He specializes in breakthroughs. He specializes in creating miracles. He specializes in doing the impossible. Jesus. Oh, we don't, we're not seeing the supernatural enough. We're not seeing miracles enough. Uh, he can take that disc that is tore up and make it correct. Jesus. He can take arthritis and cause it to be removed. He can make your skin brand new if you call on him. Jesus. Jesus. I, 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 I tell you, I just talked to a friend and, and they, they got two beautiful kids and they were believing God for years for another baby. And they did everything in the natural and they gave up. And, the, and his mother-in-law, his mother said, you just need to call on the Lord. And yesterday I got a call. Less, less than nine months, everything going to change. He called, they called on Jesus. And I tell you, they said she, she's at a high risk. And I don't know about this high risk mess. I don't care if, if God calls Sarah to have a baby at 80 and 90, that high risk don't mean nothing. Jesus, Jesus can make a high risk a normal risk. <laughs> Jesus. And, and, and they said, she's 41 and, they, and they're trying to say, oh, you're at high risk. And, and, and they say that, and they said everything. It's normal. 
everything is normal. And I'm telling you, in less than nine months, they'll have that beautiful baby. Glory. You said what? We want a boy. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, there's no case that it's impossible for God if you'll position yourself and I dare you every day. Call on him. Jesus. 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 When, you, when you're at your cubicle, Jesus. When you're at your job, Jesus. Jesus. Why are you smiling? Jesus. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Everybody, listen. People dying around you and loved ones, I call on Jesus. He's a comforter. He brings you comfort. And why you should be messed up. We just talked to a young lady, lost her husband, very close, and got left behind some kids. Lost her sister, lost her brother. And I'm telling you, that woman was at a John. We went to John Maxwell. Um, I don't know if he's a leadership guru, and, and we so happened to be in Florida while he was doing A Day to Grow. And I, and I was I was around all these businessmen and women and people from all around the world. And um, and I and I went for the, f- the first service and she was there. And um, I didn't know her. Courtney's like, if you see her the next day, John Maxwell, just as a side note, John Maxwell decided to have to worship service. And he, he decided to preach about Jesus, the leader. <laughs> and he preached Jesus, the leader. And those businessmen and women from all around the world flooded that altar and they called on Jesus and got saved at a day to grow conference. <laughs> Amen. And, and so if you know you don't know much about John Maxwell, look him up. But I'll tell you, she told us she was sharing her testimony with Courtney and I. And I tell you that she she got herself together and, and in a certificate program of leadership training and, and, and just purpose because of Jesus, the comforter. Gave her the strength to overcome. Your life is not over because your loved one died. Oh, and your life is not over. My, 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 one of my closest cousin. Um, uh, side note, I, I discovered her through Facebook, and and um, her her dad close, and she, he found out a few years before he died that she existed. Tried to find her, couldn't find her, um, and he made me every time we talked to pray for her and. Um, long story short, um, we we met through Facebook, and I found her, discovered her, and, and she ended up getting saved and filled and baptized, got connected with the church, got a, a Bible with a name on it, with um, Kenneth Hagin, um, New Birth, New and White Tongues, and, you know, so you know the story how I do. And so, long story short, she 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 got a good job, making good money, and and, and got news the other day while we were in Florida that um, they laid her off. She had just took this wonderful vacation. She said, I, 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 I just don't understand. I said, well, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to call on Jesus. What is it that you want to do? Always wanted to do. Why not do it? Why not work on it? And I'm telling you, I'm telling you something about Jesus. Something about the name. That no matter what stage of life you find yourself in, that name, if you got pain in your body, you can call on Jesus. Speak to the pain and say, in the name of Jesus, I command pain to leave my body. Uh, I, I call on Jesus, the, the, the miracle worker. Jesus, the dentist. Jesus, the eye, eye surgeon. 
Jesus, the brain regulator. Jesus, the sugar regulation. A regulator. Jesus. Jesus, the blood pressure regulator. Jesus. Oh, he is the he is the mighty counselor. And he'll counsel your marriage into heaven or earth. He'll counsel your your mental challenges into uh, uh, having the mind of Christ. He, he is the one that you need. Jesus. A simple message. And yet, if you'll, if you'll just do it every day, you'll see things change. So this week, I want you to get by yourself and call on Jesus. I dare you. You may have that depression that tries to attach itself to you. Jesus. 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 You may have the pressure of this world on you. Jesus. Jesus. I call you Jesus. I call on you Jesus. Walk your floor. Lay on your bed. Jesus. 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 You may be having nightmares. Call on Jesus. 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 I'm telling you, you don't have to go through a series of deliverance. You just call on Jesus. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. I don't know what you need tonight, today. I don't know what you need today. You call on him. Whatever you call him to be, that's what he'll become. I need you as my financial advisor. I need you as my wisdom giver. I need you as my joy giver. You know, um, his, his last name is Am. He says, whatever I am that I am, whatever I, you need me to be, that's what I am. I am a healer. I'm a deliverer. I'm a savior. I'm a provider. I'm a I'm comforter. I, I am whatever you need me to be. You need some things. You need some things. I need some things. Let's, let's call on them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, just stand up. Stand up and call on them. <clears throat> I call on you, Jesus. Jesus, I call on you. Come on, open your mouth and call on the Lord, name of the Lord. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Even as Jonah called upon you, I call upon you. Jesus, I call on you. Jesus, I call on you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That concludes this week's message. And thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 1854, Perth Amboy, New Jersey 08862. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email. The address is partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to his word. Until next time, God bless you.